Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome listeners, and thanks for stopping by. We have now reached over a thousand listens in just five months. Really thank you for coming back week after week to give us a listen. I greatly appreciate your support. Now, on to the episode. There are many Texas ghosts that have haunted the state over the years, but a few stand out as truly memorable. One of the most famous local Denton, Texas ghost stories, and one of the most terrifying, is the legend of Goatman's Bridge. The historic old Alton Bridge, which connects the towns of Denton and Copper Canyon, has a complex and haunted history. From tragic and intriguing tales of murder to the somewhat hazy stories of a ghostly goat herder, the bridge is sure to give you the shudders if you ever visit. Heading out there after dark probably isn't advisable in any case. The bridge is on Old Alton Road, not to be confused with the neighborhood road less than a mile away called Old Alton Drive. The bridge is seven miles south of Denton in south-central Texas. And the closest city is Copper Canyon, which has a population of about 1,500. You can reach the Goatman's Bridge in less than 45 minutes from Dallas and Fort Worth. Locals warn that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, you will be met on the other side by the Goatman. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. Goatman's Bridge is the common nickname for what's formerly called Old Alton Bridge. It's an iron truss span. Many who have crossed it at night have claimed to have seen the demonic figure of a man with a goat's head waiting for them on the other side. The bridge got its nickname from a popular local ghost story. The legend concerns a successful African-American goat farmer who, in 1938, is said to have been murdered on the bridge at the hands of local members of the Ku Klux Klan. But there's also another legendary tale associated with the bridge that might be just as valid as we will see. It's hard to say what happened to create the supernatural association with the bridge, at least not with any historical accuracy. But there is no denying the bridge holds all the elements you would want for a creepy, ghostly legend. And standing on this bridge in the middle of an inky black night is enough to challenge even the bravest among us, when your imagination can cause you to hear things. And cause you to see inexplicable shadows in the trees on either side of the bridge span. To understand the bridge's name and the atmosphere that it conjures, we need to go back to the beginning, back to the legend. Old Alton Bridge, also known as Goatman's Bridge, is a historic iron truss bridge connecting the Texas cities of Denton and Copper Canyon, built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company it originally carried horses and later automobiles over Hickory Creek at a location that once was a popular wading point for crossing cattle. The bridge takes its formal name from the abandoned community of Alton, 
Now, Alton was a tiny town that originally consisted of one person, believe it or not, when it was established in 1848. It was chosen as the legal center of Denton County and served as such between 1850 and 1856. The town site was located on a high ridge between Pecan Creek and Hickory Creek, a location five miles from present-day Corinth. The Hickory Creek Baptist Church was organized in 1855, and by the very next year, 1856, there were several buildings, including a school and a saloon. However, the county seat was moved in 1857 to Denton. The post office closed forever in 1859. And today, the Baptist Church and the Alton Cemetery are really all that remains of the old town of Alton. The bridge was built 25 years later, and so it was dubbed the Old Alton Bridge. The heavily traveled Old Alton Bridge remained in constant use until 2001 when vehicular traffic was moved to an adjacent concrete and steel bridge. Prior to the new bridge, it was necessary for motorists to signal with a car horn before crossing the single-lane span. The new bridge, of course, straightened out a sharp curve on both sides of the creek and provided additional travel lanes. With vehicle traffic removed, the bridge became an important link connecting the Elm Fork and Pilot Knoll hiking and equestrian trails. And today, it is a very popular location for natural enthusiasts and photographers. According to Carrie Koppel, researcher for the BuzzFeed show Unsolved Supernatural, the bridge itself is comprised of just one lane running east and west, and it's about 140 feet long and 14 feet wide. Again, built in 1884, the final inspection and approval of the bridge occurred on September the 22nd of that year. It is Denton County's oldest remaining Pratt Trust Iron Bridge and one of the oldest in the state of Texas. The old Alton Bridge was originally built to connect the town of Alton to Denton over Hickory Creek, which is a tributary of the Elm Fork of the Trinity River. It's a very wooded rural setting. The bridge was part of the main road from Denton to Dallas. The bridge was originally placed near Alton, despite the fact that it was a diminishing community because the county hoped that the road and bridge would help reinvigorate the town. But that plan sadly did not work. In 1988, the old Alton Bridge was placed on the National Register of Historic Places for its architecture and engineering. The National Register of Historic Places lists its period of significance as 1875 to 1899. It is no longer operating as a working bridge, but it is still open to pedestrians and it's a popular hiking area. Locally, the bridge is known as Goatman's Bridge, as it is said to be haunted by a half-man, half-goat figure called Goatman. Denton's most famous specter is a story handed down for generations with a few variations and centers on the haunted Goatman's Bridge. It didn't earn that Goatman title until half a century later, when an African-American named Oscar Washburn settled in the area. His living was raising and selling goats, and he was successful. Most of the community was very supportive and friendly toward Washburn and his family, but, unfortunately, the local Ku Klux Klan was not so pleased. What follows is the most common version of the legend of the goat man. An African-American goat herder named Oscar Washburn and his family tended a farmstead near the bridge that was renowned for quality meat, milk, cheeses, and hides. Folks in Denton County, Texas knew Oscar Washburn as a reliable man with a good business sense. He lived with his wife and children in a wood shanty with a tin roof 
not far from Alton Bridge and Hickory Creek. Making his living as a goat farmer, locals affectionately referred to him as the Goat Man, and people came from all over to buy his milk, meat, and cheese, as well as the yarn that Washburn's wife spun. He became so popular that he even painted a wooden sign that read, This Way to the Goat Man's which he hung on Alton Bridge so that prospective customers knew how to find him. The sign served its purpose, guiding more customers to his home, but it also caught the attention of local Ku Klux Klan members. With the country locked in the depths of the Depression, the Klansmen were angry to see a man of color succeeding while so many others struggled. They decided to put a stop to it. The local Klansmen plotted violence. They came to Washburn's shanty carrying torches and demanded that he come out of his house. Well, he emerged all right, toting a shotgun. He told the men to clear off his property before firing a warning shot into the air. The Klansmen fled, but not before declaring that they would be back. Washburn returned inside to find his family cowering in the corner of the shanty. They're gone, Washburn said. If they ever come again, I won't be firing a warning shot. If they ever come again, they'll be coming to kill us, his wife said. We should clear out of here. It just isn't safe anymore. This is our home, Washburn replied. I swear to God, no devil's going to drive us from it. For a time, life returned to normal. Washburn tended to his goats, and people continued to come to buy his wares, but not as many as before. You see, word had gone out that the Klan would terrorize anyone who gave him business. His wife continued to plead with him to move, and Washburn continued to refuse. I'm a man, he said. I've given my sweat and blood to make this our home and hell itself will not move us out. On a fateful night in August of 1938, the Klansmen returned, driving their cars across the bridge with their headlights off. Washburn woke to hear his goats frantically bleating. Jumping out of bed, he ran outside to find a man slitting the throats of his animals. In a blind rage, he rushed toward the man chasing him across the Alton Bridge and found himself suddenly surrounded by a gang of hooded clansmen. Realizing he had run into a trap, Washburn screamed a warning to his family. He tried to run, but was quickly overtaken by the clansmen. They knocked him down in the middle of the bridge and dragged the screaming goat man to a noose waiting on the bridge. Tightening the rope around his neck, they brutally flung him over the side. But when they stumbled down to the dark river's edge to confirm their murderous work, They were shocked to find only a mysteriously empty noose dangling over undisturbed waters. The panicked clansmen frantically searched the area unsuccessfully before rushing to Washburn's shanty, setting it afire with the goat man's family shrieking inside, perhaps to bait a desperate rescue attempt by the vanished Washburn, or simply to leave no witnesses to their foul deed. Washburn was never seen again, they say. Or was he? For legend tells us his vengeful spirit has haunted the old Alton Bridge ever since. Yet another piece of folklore also exists to explain the strange occurrences at Goatman's Bridge. A similar tale to Washburn's predates the building of the bridge itself. In this account, that may go back as far as the 1860s, some Copper Canyon cowboys lynched a Creole slave goat herder named Jack Kendall from a tall creekside tree near where the bridge now stands. But their clumsiness in carrying out the foul deed separated the runaway slave's head from his body. The cowboys then watched in horror as the headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud 
animated by voodoo, they say, and ripped off the head of a nearby goat to replace his own, still dangling in the noose. Supposedly, this all happened near the location of the future bridge. Rumors that the goat man still roamed the area began soon after his murder. People reported seeing him walking across the bridge or standing near the grounds where his shanty stood. The stories grew when several members of the lynch mob died under curious circumstances. One died choking as he ate his dinner. One took ill and died of fever, hallucinating and shouting about ghosts. Two were killed in a drunken car accident while crossing the Alton Bridge at night. Travelers to the old Alton Bridge have long reported frightening encounters and ghostly experiences with supernatural creatures that have made it a legendary spot for Texas ghost hunters and a topic for numerous books. Whether it's Washburn or Kendall haunting the bridge, lots of strange things have happened around the Alton Bridge. There have been reports of abandoned cars with no sign of their occupants, vehicles breaking down, and car doors locking and unlocking of their own accord. Still others report an ill feeling on the bridge, one of impending doom. Others report seeing dark figures moving through the trees. And these types of encounters occur, even today. Ever since that fateful day, strange things have reportedly occurred on and around the bridge. Many believe that the goat man haunts the crossing and the nearby woods. Prior to the bridge's closure to vehicle traffic in 2001, when travelers crossed the bridge at night with their headlights off, they would surely meet the goat man on the other side, folklore said. Local legend says that if you knock on the steel bridge three times at midnight, or perhaps turn off your car lights and honk three times in summons, then you dare a visitation from the vengeful goat man that's preceded by the stench of decaying flesh. Numerous reports tell of unholy glowing eyes that burn red peering from the darkness. Eerie glimpses of a large, snarling, goat-headed man-beast stomping in the wooded shadows or a frightening apparition of a maniacal satyr carrying the heads of goats or humans in its hands. The terrifying encounters and reported vanishings have been so frequent as to warrant numerous investigations by paranormal groups. Some attribute the work of Satanists who opened a portal for a hell-spawned demon to emerge into our world, while others say the goat man's wife is eternally searching for her murdered children. Over the decades, there have been alleged sightings of ghost-like apparitions. Some locals have claimed to see glowing eyes staring at them on the bridge, while others have claimed to hear splashing in the creek directly below, followed by unsettling laughter. Several other reports tell of numerous abandoned cars that have been found near the bridge, with their occupants missing. Others report seeing a ghostly man herding goats over the bridge, while others say that they have seen an apparition staring at them, holding a goat head under each arm. More tales of strange noises have been described, including the sounds of horses' hoofbeats on the bridge, maniacal laughter, and inhuman-like growling coming from the surrounding woods. Visitors sometimes tell of seeing mysterious lights in the area, car doors locking and unlocking of their own accord and numerous vehicle breakdowns while near the old overpass. According to legend, if you visit on Halloween and honk your car horn twice, visitors can see Goatman's glowing eyes. And the Goatman is evidently not alone. 
Other reports tell of a woman spirit who wanders the area, allegedly searching for her lost baby. Maybe that spirit is that of La Llorona, who is well known as haunting the rivers of the southwest. Though any physical trace of Oscar Washburn, his family, and his home have long since disappeared, locals will tell you his ghost still lingers in the area. Car wrecks on the nearby road are attributed to the wrath of the goat man. Visitors report sighting his ghost walking along the river, while others have claimed to have seen his body hanging from the bridge. Still others say if you visit the bridge at midnight, the ghost of the goat man will attack you, and if you stand where his home once stood, you will feel your skin begin to burn. Another version of the legend suggests that if you stand on the bridge late at night, you can hear the voice of Washburn calling out his oath. This is our home. I swear to God no devil's going to drive us from it. Witnesses have reported sounds like hooves galloping on the bridge behind them, followed by a growling voice ordering them to get off the bridge. There have even been accounts of people being attacked by the alleged half-goat demon. At least one person who visited the bridge with a friend claimed they heard the growling voice. After the witness ran away, the friend who had remained on Goatman's bridge appeared to be dragged to the edge and thrown into the river by an unknown entity. Some locals swear they've spotted him in the surrounding area, where he interacts by grabbing people or throwing rocks at them. There have been people who have claimed to see the goat man creeping in the shadows late at night. Some people have decided to take it upon themselves to perform rituals to try and summon the goat man or contact anyone from the other side. They believe this site could be the best place to connect to other dimensions. Other people that have gone to the bridge have reported hearing the name Steve or Stephen while they were there or while they were leaving. Most people associate that name with the goat man, but others believe it might be an entirely different paranormal being trying to reach out. Visitors have reported an odd energy in the area. One woman reported seeing an orange light that expanded into a long beam shooting straight into the air for several seconds before disappearing, with this phenomenon repeating itself twice. This same woman reports using a K2 meter on Old Alton Bridge to ask the spirit there what gender it was getting the result several times that the spirit was a woman. Jenny Kopalik related the following encounter that happened to her in September of 2016. One night, I took a ride out to Goatman's Bridge with some friends. I was in my early 20s. We pulled up to the bridge and there was a car wrecked on the side of the road. The windshield was shattered and there were two very large younger men completely freaked out talking about a guy with a huge goat head that smashed their windows. We called the cops and they arrived on scene to check them both out. They were not drinking, so that ruled that possibility out, which was really my first assumption. The police thought it was someone playing a prank, but I can say those boys felt completely different. It was not uncommon to see cars wrecked on the bridge. I figure mostly from fear or drinking, that night, though, took the cake. Some years later, I visited with my good friend Denise. It was Halloween night at midnight. We took a ride out there, and we walked the bridge. But for some reason that night, I just didn't want to be there. Something felt so wrong. Then we proceeded down the tunnel of trees. Once in the tunnel, I turned on the voice recorder. I asked questions. I got something unexpected. A very loud scream and someone telling us to leave. 
we heard it real time and captured it on the voice recorder. I wish I still had the evidence, but since it's been years, I just don't have it to share anymore. I recently went back to Goatman's Bridge to try and collect some evidence. Now carrying an SP7 spirit box, a cell phone with an app that spirits can talk through, and a camera, my husband and I went to the bridge several times. Several times we encountered nothing. But the last time we went, I felt like a portal was open. I felt the sensation that someone was there. My husband's a skeptic and didn't feel anything. Sarah related the following encounter that happened to her in November of 2020. I went to Goatman's Bridge and had the most terrifying experience of my life. I also took a fair amount of photos, and when I showed my mom, she began to point out entities in them. One of them is a woman in a bluish-green shirt or dress with dark hair walking through the trees. We also saw a lot of ghostly white faces with black cloaks in some of the photos. Very, very scary. You won't find the names of Oscar Washburn or Jack Kendall in any historical records. Most ghosts are given names because we need to feel like we can know them. There simply is no record of either of them existing. So, the horrific tale of a lynching, all too real and familiar in U.S. history, especially in the American South and West, in this particular case seems to be just that, a tale. While it is certainly possible that the folklore might be based on an actual event in the past, there just isn't any proof of it at those times and location. And to further confound us, there's no photographic evidence of the Goatman apparition that people claim to have seen in the vicinity of the bridge. What about the reports of strange deaths and missing people around the bridge area? As it turns out, many of those stories are true. There have been official reports of missing people and deaths. But strange is a relative term. There's nothing in those cases to suggest supernatural involvement, nor does there appear to be some sinister pattern of evil doing at the bridge pulling people into harm's way. Rather, these actual cases appear to involve misadventure, and in some cases outright carelessness, especially near the water running under the bridge. And, of course, some of the deaths and disappearances can be attributed to the scariest creature you are likely to ever meet in a remote location. Man. The terrifying legend of Goatman's Bridge may excite the imagination of out-of-town visitors, but for most locals, the old bridge is just part of the scenery. The Goatman's Bridge is my least favorite story, said Shelley Tucker, who wrote the book Ghosts of Denton and leads local tours around Denton. People always talk about it. They just gotta know. According to Tucker's research into Denton's local lore, she confirms there was no person named Oscar Washburn living in the area around the time of his alleged murder, nor were there any reports of lynching. Of course, there were likely cases of lynching that went unreported during the violent era of Jim Crow in this area. Apparently, trips to the bridge by paranormal investigation groups have been productive, but also on occasion, very tough sledding. One investigator claims she saw the goat man appear on the shore when doing an EVP, that's electronic voice phenomenon, in the middle of the bridge. The forest is rumored to have occultists and Satanists attempting to conjure demonic forces in the forest. And one paranormal investigator claims to have found evidence of animal sacrificial rituals. Multiple women claim they were scratched three times, a mocking of the Holy Trinity. 
Several groups have reported multiple instances of women claiming they feel strong feelings of aggression, and one woman envisioned murdering her fellow investigators. Three different investigators picked up on an entity calling itself Steve. It might be associated with an entity in the forest that seems to go after women in the paranormal investigator groups. This entity is violent and has gotten physical with people who encounter it. Folklore often refers to bridges as portals crossing over into different dimensions. So, some of the groups believe the Goatman's Bridge to be an area of portal activity and odd entities. And finally, reportedly, a stretch of highway near the old Alton Bridge has been adopted by the Denton County Paranormal Investigators. However, while again, there are no definitive records of Washburn or Kendall, as a Denton local has said, that doesn't mean it's not haunted. Locals advise that if you ever get the urge to visit, just keep your headlights on and don't knock on the bridge unless you want to visit from the Goatman. A handful of states have a Goatman tale, by the way. Even Texas has more than one. Each expresses unique remembrances of dangers from a forgotten past. Our understanding of these elemental locations with their legends and folklore can be full of possibility and danger. Present-day biases are informed by past injustices. There are creatures down in the creek requiring cautious footing. Nothing like a monster haunting the water. No, the snakes and gators are plenty scary enough. The Goatman isn't just a haunting campfire tale. It's also a reminder that an ignorance of our history is no protection from its unending consequences. So, where does that leave us, listeners? clearly in the sphere of legend and folklore, but also in that shadowy realm where nagging doubts pull at us and a foreboding feeling implies there is something else here. Haunted or not, the century-old bridge remains a popular sight even for those who are looking to take some peaceful photographs, at least until the sun goes down and the night gathers forth its secrets which are anything but peaceful. And that's when the dark night calls a caution to you on the wind. Leave this bridge before it's too late. And now it's time for the episode quiz. That's right, it is time for the episode quiz. If you were out on our Facebook page on Tuesday, you saw the quiz, and of course I'm going to give you the answer here in just a moment. Also, if you go out to the Facebook page, you're going to get a monster every Monday. On Wednesdays, we highlight a paranormal film or book. And on Thursdays, we give you some paranormal news from out in the world. So our question for this week, what year was the legendary Roswell UFO crash? Was it A, 1946, B, 1947, C, 1948, or D, 1949. Once again, what year was the legendary Roswell UFO crash? Was it 1946, 1947, 1948, or 1949? And the answer is... B, 1947. The Roswell incident 
is actually the 1947 recovery of balloon debris from a ranch near Corona, New Mexico, outside the town of Roswell, by United States Army Air Force officers from nearby Roswell Army Airfield. It also refers to the conspiracy theories decades later claiming that the debris involved a flying saucer and that the truth had been covered up by the United States government. On July 8, 1947, Roswell Army Air Force issued a press release stating that they had discovered a flying disc. Now, the Army quickly retracted from that statement and said instead that the crashed object was just a conventional weather balloon. The Roswell incident did not surface again until the late 1970s when retired Lieutenant Colonel Jesse Marcel, involved in that report in 1947, in an interview with ufologist Stanton Friedman, said he believed the debris he retrieved at the time was extraterrestrial. Ufologists began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories, claiming that one or more alien spacecraft had crash-landed and that the extraterrestrial occupants had been recovered by the military, which then engaged in a cover-up. But in 1994, the United States Air Force published a report identifying the crashed object as a nuclear test surveillance balloon from Project Mogul. A second Air Force report published in 1997 concluded that stories of alien bodies probably stemmed from test dummies being dropped from high altitude. Yet conspiracy theories about the event nevertheless endure even today, and the Roswell incident continues to be of interest in popular media. The incident has been described as the world's most famous, most exhaustively investigated, and most thoroughly debunked UFO claim. The city of Roswell, New Mexico, has capitalized on the event, of course. The city's official seal now features a little green man, while the city contains countless UFO attractions, events, statues, and artwork. Watch for a special two-part episode on the Roswell incident later this year on the Paranormal Factor podcast. In our next episode of the Paranormal Factor podcast, we talk with paranormal investigator and author Eleanor Wagner. Eleanor started a group of paranormal investigators in New Jersey called the Lady Ghostbusters. They have been investigating strange occurrences in New Jersey since their beginning in 2019. She also is the author of a series of paranormal books, including her successful series, highlighting encounters and hauntings from the Sussex County area of New Jersey. And finally, she is host of a terrific paranormal podcast, Eleanor Wagner's Strange and Scary World, released through the Paranormal UK radio network. We have a candid discussion about what happens on paranormal investigations, including some of the tools of the trade, what makes for a successful investigation, and precautions to take to protect yourself. So, if you've ever wondered what it's like to participate in paranormal investigations, or how to get into investigating the unusual, please join me as we talk to investigator Eleanor Wagner next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, 
If you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by.